0: Good morning, guys. This is the second podcast because I did a whole one and then realized after the fact that it just didn't come across with what I actually wanted to say. One of the risks of doing these so off the cuff and without planning is that uh, I don't always get it right. And I wanted to, upon reflection, I wanted to redo it so that I got it a little bit more right. I'm not pretending that I've i uh, gotten it perfect, but uh, I wanted to do better than what I had done. Um, one of the things that I have always felt about the spoon carving community, particularly the Greenwood spoon carving community, was that the culture that it held up was not one that I felt any kinship with I'm not Scandinavian I'm not British I I don't have any uh, heritage that I'm looking to for spoon carving um, and one of the things that has made me most happy over recent years is how diverse it feels like the scene has become not racially diverse I'll get to that in a minute but diverse in terms of Uh, having more women, more trans people, more gay people, more uh, people of different ethnicities to some extent, Um, and just people who were coming at it from different directions, who who were not just um, in it because they felt a kinship with the Scandinavian heritage. And having no Scandinavian heritage myself, I definitely felt that way. I felt like here was this thing that I love deeply uh, and that I care about deeply, and the culture was not what I wanted it to be so i 've spent the last three or four years doing what I can to shape the culture in a way that is more accepting of this other idea of what spoon carving can be and what it can mean for our for us as a as a culture Um, what does it give us in terms of meaning and what do we belong to when we are part of the spoon carving community I didn't want it to be that we just belong to this Scandinavian heritage Um, but I also don't have a heritage that I can link the spoon carving back to it's not it is not that for me it's not about my ancestors it's about Right now in the present. And I've been aware that the spoon carving community has done, um, has been getting better at that, at making people feel welcome, but that there is still work to be done. In particular, there's still work to be done in making it feel um, like a space that uh, black people can participate in. There are very few. And I realize today that I have not personally done enough to make the people of color in my community, in the spoon carving community, feel welcomed and supported by me. Um, and for that, I apologize. I think it is clear that. There are many issues here that we can all agree on and need to be addressed. And I think, uh, I think the most important thing right now is to, to recognize that our community includes people who have different life experiences than us. I'm talking to other white guys like me, and that it is not some abstract thing. If you're like me and you live somewhere where, you know, there's one black guy in town that I see on a semi regular basis, and that's it, it does not mean that your community isn't people of all races and ethnicities it is it's just happening online it's part of the community that you are part of when you are on social media and we need to extend our sense of responsibility beyond our physical communities that we live in and stop saying well i don't live in a city where i know lots of black people so i just don't know i don't know what to say and i don't know if this has I, you know, It feels like it's not something that's close to me. Um, it is close to us. It's just digital. But I've been realizing more and more that there is no real world versus the digital world. It's all just the world. As I look at images of real things happening all over the U.S., real times when the police have acted despicably to protesters protesting peacefully, I'm sickened and I'm made aware that these are real things that are happening right now. In many ways, this whole movement is brought about by the advent of people having cameras and video cameras on them, on their phones at all times. And so... We can see the reality of what has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years, but we can see it all of a sudden. And I think those of us who are resistant to seeing it, but coming around to it, part of what is going on is that we are recognizing that what we are seeing in videos is th- is truth. It is what is happening. And the truth might be more nuanced than that, but it doesn't take away from the fact that that is truth. So I was told yesterday by someone to stay in my lane, to spend my time promoting people of color in the spoon carving community and not to talk to matters that are out of my depth. And I see those two things as um, impossible to resolve. That no one gets to stay in their lane on this and not have an opinion. And instead, what each of us needs to do, I think, is to speak to this issue from our perspective and to listen as best we can from our perspective and to be open to changing our minds about what the right path forward is about who we want to be about what the what is actually happening because the willingness to change your mind as new information comes in is the mark of an adult and of a free citizen and I want to make sure that I'm exercising that level of maturity. And so I don't know what it means in terms of what we can do as a spoon carving community to advance this situation. I know of more things that can be done immediately to talk about the issue, to support struggles that are going on and the ones that I feel that come across my radar that I feel um, like sharing, I have been sharing. But I do think that each of us bears a responsibility no matter what your community is, to talk about these things and to not just say, it's outside my wheelhouse. Um, And I think we each bear a responsibility to, to be open to changing our opinion about what the best way is forward. I think there are lots of different ways to do it, and I don't think it's helpful for people to tell you how to do it. I know for me that puts my hackles up. But that doesn't relinquish us from the moral responsibility to engage with this and to keep engaging with this um, because, because it is not just about one incident that happened or three or four incidents that happened. It is the question of who we want to be and it is the question of who is in our circle of our culture. And it is clear to me that we all have black people people of all different ethnicities and sexual orientations and genders in our circle and we need to acknowledge the fact that we, particularly white men, have the obligation to make those people feel welcome and to do what we can to Help the situation. That's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.